0: I raced into Belinda's room, and she was gone.
1: I ran. I ran so fast I felt like I was Mercury, with wings on my heels. It was so exhilarating. I wanted to laugh. But then it boiled up in me. Rage. Blind, raw, rage. Someone had done this to me, and to Duncan, and they were going to pay. Oh God, it was going to feel good making them pay.
0: Gone. And the possibilities seemed endless. Phineas might have moved her off-site, Tommy could have warned him people had died. For me. For Belinda. And she was gone. But no point in staying here while Jeremiah and his crazies wrecked the place. Maybe Tommy can still help. I dashed out of the lab heading for the main entrance.
1: I was in a rage, but I still had my senses. Someone was coming from around a corner. I ducked into a janitor's cupboard, ready to smash them if they knew I was here.
0: I ducked into the men's bathroom down the corridor. Genesis, call Tommy Easton. Duncan. To my surprise, Tommy popped out of a cubicle, looking sheepish and maybe a bit scared. What's happening? Don't go to the lab. They're wreaking havoc in there. Tell me, all my work isn't only stored in the mainframe. Where's Belinda? I I was hoping you knew. I unlocked her door. So Phineas didn't take her? No. She might have just left. There's only one way out she'd know. Are you with me, or with Phineas? I guess being here makes me with you. No more lies. Tell me everything.
2: Phineas is the one who asked me to unlock Belinda's door. What?
0: And the military people are here.
2: What is he up to? I don't know for sure. Secure what you can, including yourself. But don't go near the lab. I can get to the on-site disaster recovery room. I can isolate everything in there. Good luck. I left him. No choice but
0: to trust him now.
1: It was bizarre. But I somehow knew exactly what I had to do. Where to go. First up, the foyer.
0: I felt foolish now. How could I possibly know where she's gone? How to help her? Chances are she's as scared as a kitten.
3: Observe, gentlemen, the foyer you recently entered by. Innocuous enough looking, but our security systems for the office tower are significantly greater than a typical office. Armed and trained guards on site and independently observing in adjacent quarters, inaccessible to vehicle attack except perhaps one of your higher-end tanks, bulletproof drop shield curtains isolate the tower access on command. Impregnable, one might suppose.
2: Excuse me, ma'am, this is...
1: I flew across the polished marble floors. I kicked him in the neck. It was like someone else was doing it, but still me. Like your worst idle, violent fantasy. Something you'd think for a second, but never seriously consider doing in real life. I couldn't stop it. Then I smashed out his security console and PC. Before vaulting the barriers to the lift lobby, a shrill alarm started.
0: An alarm started up. Something inside me said it must be Belinda. She was in even greater danger. I pushed on harder.
1: something what my genesis told me this lobby would get locked off for some reason i knew someone had to get through how do i stop it of course those security barriers lord knows how i did this i normally can't get the lid off a jar of olives but i just wrapped my arms around one and ripped it from its footings
3: As promised. I wonder if any of you gentlemen could do that, even in your youth.
1: And hurled it with remarkable accuracy against a wall with a track in it. Just as well I did. Because suddenly, this metal curtain flew down from the roof. I hurled myself after the barrier wreckage and rolled under the curtain just before. I chose well. My prop held. A man could wriggle under the steel curtain. Ah, oh, and here they come.
0: Jesus! At the foyer there was wreckage and the blast curtain had deployed, but fouled on something and a whole SWAT team from security were thundering toward it. Where could Belinda possibly have gone?
1: I'm down on the floor here, I couldn't get a great view back into the foyer. But it looked like all of Phineas' army was in pursuit. Best move it. Something in me told me the elevators would be a bad idea. I felt the insane rage well up in me again and like some kind of kid's spinning top. I spun down the line. (laughs) Planting a flying kick on each door. Amazing how fragile these things are. Each door caving in like it's... made of cardboard.
0: What now? Something serious is going down here. Maybe Jeremiah tricked me and has attacked on two fronts. Genesis, pick up.
2: Duncan, I'm in. I've locked myself in here, so I think it's secure.
0: Great. What the fuck's happening out there? I can hear alarms. No idea, but it's big. I think I've been double-crossed. Shit. Where are you? Peeking into the foyer. All the security systems have gone to shit. Someone's triggered the lift lockout, but it's failed. Jammed on something. Can you track where Belinda is, through her genesis? Maybe. Give me a moment.
1: Wouldn't be long before Phineas' security got under that metal curtain. Time to scoot. Up or down? Something made up seem a way better option.
3: As I said, gentlemen, superior security. But see how our enhanced subject has managed to evade it. Is all this damage necessary, Phineas? It'll be expensive to fix.
2: I haven't seen any actual
0: troop
3: engagement yet, Phineas. You promised live fire. This has just been the warm up.
1: Duns. I should have known. Can't outrun that, but maybe I can slow them down. I tore stair railings out as easily as plucking dandelions and wedged them against the door. might buy me some time.
0: I waited till the last of the SWAT had wiggled under that iron curtain, then I went over there. Man, what a mess. The security guy was on the floor, out cold. Some folk came running over to attend him.
2: Duncan? Tommy! Near as I can tell, she's in the emergency stairwell of the elevator lobby, heading up.
0: Oh my god.
2: What? Nothing.
0: Stay on the line. Surely it couldn't be Belinda wreaking all this havoc. And now with a whole SWAT team in pursuit? Lord knows how I could help, but I had to try.
1: It won't last forever. But that seems to have worked. How high up do I go? What the hell am I doing when I get there? I didn't know. I just knew Phineas was responsible for all this in my gut. And I would make him pay for it.
0: I couldn't believe my eyes when I stuck my head under the drop curtain. All the elevators were out of order. Their doors buckled and bent inwards and the SWAT team were stymied at the closed fire door. It was somehow locked or blocked. Three big brutes of men were hurling their shoulders against it. I could see it open a fraction more each time, but...
1: Couldn't last. But that gives me a head start. Which floor? Hmm, not this one. Not this one.
0: I threw caution to the wind and rushed over to the stairs once the security guys had got it open and the last of them had gone in. Jesus, someone had literally ripped the stair rails half out and bent them round against the door. I wiggled in. All the action sounded above me. I gingerly looked up the hollow core.
1: Suddenly I knew this was the floor I needed. I looked down the stairwell to see where the security men were.
0: Suddenly, way above me, Belinda's head popped into view. I was overjoyed to see her, but my joy evaporated the second I processed the look on her face. She wasn't my wife. She was something else.
1: I couldn't see the security forces, but could tell they were strung out, the nearest three floors below me. Somehow I could tell all of this from their footsteps. And their breathing. Yes, it felt right, this floor. But what to do about the security? I glanced briefly around. Very tasteful, this place. Thick wood panelling, rich carpet. And nearby, an exceptionally ugly metal sculpture of the type only Phineas would admire. Perfect. I hefted it over to the door, and wedged some protuberance under the handle. It'd give me some time, and they'd not be able to push this one in. It had to open out to them. It was then I actually looked around at the room I was in, and saw...
0: (sighs) I was wiped. And now it sounded like the SWAT was stymied again. I guess they were up at the executive floor. There's another elevator between the top few floors. I can get ahead of them. I ducked out of the emergency stairwell. Duncan? Tommy.
2: Duncan, Jeremiah and his people are at the door. They're trying to break it down.
0: If they get in, give yourself up immediately. They aren't going to hurt you if you surrender. You sure? No, I wasn't. Yes. You'll be okay. Where are you now? A few floors below Phineas's demonstration room. That's gotta be where he's got the military. I think Belinda is up on that floor. She seems to have trapped a security detail in the
2: emergency stairwell. Is she acting strange in any way? You know, not her usual self?
0: I didn't have the energy or breath to laugh out loud and deranged terror. Whatever it is that's demolishing the building, it's not Belinda's usual self.
2: Yes. There's something you need to know. Say it. Someone's feeding signal into Belinda's genesis What? Sorry, but we had to whack together some patches to the GOS in a hurry to save her from herself And now it looks like someone's overriding all that shit
0: Sweet Jesus, can you trace the signal going in? How? I don't know You're the goddamn GOS expert, there must be something I'll try All our lives might depend on it
1: There was a service elevator I'd missed Shit I looked around and saw two very concerned armed guards not very far from me with their pistols out and aimed right at me.
2: Drop your weapons.
3: Put your hands up.
1: I was unarmed. But I put my hands up to humor them while I assessed the space. They had a better look around and recognized where I was now. This was Phineas's showcase private foyer. Behind the two massive mahogany doors the guards were at, was his theater. I'd been there a couple of times with Duncan for previews of Genesis launches.
0: Tommy, what's your status?
2: I can do it, but Duncan, those people, this door isn't going to hold forever. What can you do? Your Genesis will- What?
3: What, Tommy? Don't blink, gentlemen. I expect this will resolve very fast. Down,
1: boys. Suddenly, my world went red. Literally. My anger boiled over. I was seeing the world outside me moving at one-fifth speed. I leapt toward the nearest guard. <laughs> it's startling how easily a man's head can be ripped off. I tossed it to one side and stared a moment the fountains of blood spurting gracefully from his mangled neck as his body started to slump. He'd lost his grip on his pistol, and it was like it was floating in the air. I grabbed it and fired at the other guard. He was still slowly opening his mouth in shock. I swear I could see the bullet. It went in through his open mouth and made a bloody mess coming out the other side.
3: Well, I didn't expect that. The entry doors cartwheeled across the entrance and into the front rows. Most of the military guys managed to scramble out of the way in time, although some would carry fresh war wounds to their graves. Poor Blake Bigum, on the other hand, was not quite so agile. A door crushed him. From the grotesque angle of his head as he lay beneath it, it was clear his neck was broken. Still, it was a quick death. I'm sure his funeral will be enormous.
0: Ah! Klein, for God's sake.
3: General McWilliam was no longer the tough customer I'd been dealing with for months. Now he was a scared, desperate man. And here we are.
1: I couldn't move. I felt like I'd just drunk a bottle of wine. (laughs) No. Two bottles. Like that moment when you feel sleep's grip take you. And you know you'll be drifting off soon no matter what you do. I was paralyzed. The rage was gone in an instant. I felt nothing. I'd spoken to many women about postpartum depression when I got pregnant. They said sometimes they felt apathetic... Like it didn't matter if they lived or died. Nothing mattered. That's how I felt now. Intellectually, I wanted to move, but the signal from my brain simply would not affect my body.
3: As you can see, the subject can be controlled. This device, as small as any remote control, can wirelessly stimulate the subject to attack or stand down. A little late. I'm sorry for that. This. ...is a new technology. That is regrettable, yes, but I think the potential of what we've created here is undeniable. Wouldn't you agree? You're out of your mind. Alright, let me bring up the other security feeds.
2: Who are these people?
3: They are a group of religious zealots strongly opposed to Genesis. As you can see, they've broken into the Core Lab. That's one of my scientists, Dr. Easton, on the floor with his hands up. In a few moments, they'll destroy this technology. Unless I send Belinda here to stop them. So, do you want this, or do you want to keep pretending you don't?
0: Do it, but get her out of here first.
3: Very well.
0: Belinda, darling?
1: I could hear Duncan's voice in my head. I didn't know how, but I did.
0: Sweetheart, I need you to do something terrible. I'm sorry, it's the only way this will end.
1: I can do it. I love you. I love you too.
3: Just a moment, a bit of a lag here in the controls. Apologies. Ah!
1: Phineas was too slow to even attempt an escape as I lunged towards him. I plunged my hands into his chest with such force that it imploded. Then I gripped his insides and tore him into two pieces. Next, I turned my attention to the military officials. Some carried pistols and fired at me. I saw the bullets moving, knew where they'd land before they left the barrels and dodged them like avoiding puddles on a rainy day. Some I punched in the throat. Some I shot with their colleagues' guns. Some I simply tossed into the ceiling. It was like a ballet or a concert performance of an orchestra. Every part of my body knew what to do. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw McWilliam flee out of a rear door.
0: You need to be in the core lab.
1: McWilliam is escaping.
0: Jeremiah and his followers might hurt Tommy.
1: I flew down to the core lab. Back the way I'd come. Jeremiah. I knew who Duncan meant. I saw him. And he saw me. With the blood of his followers all over my body. As I had to get them out of my way. And he simply turned and walked away. It was like he knew... On some spiritual level, there was no stopping me.
0: I was down the hall and I saw her. It was nightmarish. There was blood on every surface of the room. Jeremiah was there and looked at me and shouted at me.
2: The beast, rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten
0: horns, and upon his horns, ten crowns, and upon his heads, the name of blasphemy! And then, he signaled his followers and left. They just walked away. I hurried to Tommy in the core lab. Belinda followed me.
2: Jesus Christ, Duncan, can you turn her off?
1: Tommy, it's okay. You don't need to be scared.
0: They're gone now. And she's free of any interference now, too.
1: I felt like myself again it was like a stranger had departed my body i held duncan's hand a bit of someone's blood perhaps blood from several people mingled between our hands are you hurt sweetheart a little sore i probably pulled a muscle <laughs> ah and it's really hurting when i breathe i might have a broken rib But otherwise, I'm okay.
0: Is the kumquat okay?
1: We'll need to do an ultrasound to be sure. But yes, I think so.
0: God, I am sorry.
1: I know. What? How did you talk to me?
0: Tommy made it so my genesis can do what Phineas did, only not with an external control. We're connected now, in our minds.
1: You can control me?
0: No. Never. I can talk to you. I can reach you in a way that no one else can. And we can decide what to do together. We decide. You and I. What do we do now? The mainframe is still intact. Yes. Is that a good thing? Ask me again tomorrow. Right now, I'm going home with my wife. What do I say when the cops come? Delete all the security camera footage. This was a fight between security and Jeremiah's followers. That's all it was. And tomorrow?
2: Tomorrow. We'll talk. Enemy Within is a production of Voyage Media. The series is produced by Nat Mundell, Robert Midas, and Dan Benamore. Executive produced by Alexander Stitt. Directed by Dan Benamore. Written by Alexander Stitt and Dan Benamore, based on Alexander Stitt's original screenplay of the same name. Starring John Cahill as Duncan, and Narita Bronwyn as Belinda. Additional cast credits available in the show notes. Edited, sound designed, and mixed by John Higgins. Original music by Durlis Gonzalez. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you're listening. And subscribe now for future episodes.